Chapter 9, verses 18 through 41. Of Catina Aria, a commentary on the four Gospels collected out of the works of the Fathers. Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 18 through 23. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who ye say was born blind? How then doth he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth we know not, or who hath opened his eyes we know not. He is of age, ask him. He shall speak for himself. These words spake his parents, because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, He is of age, ask him. Chrysostom, the Pharisees, being unable by intimidation to deter the blind man from publicly proclaiming his benefactor, tried to nullify the miracle through the parents. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight, until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. Augustine, i.e., had been blind and now saw. Chrysostom. But it is the nature of truth to be strengthened by the very snares that are laid against it. A lie is its own antagonist, and by its attempts to injure the truth sets it off to greater advantage as is the case now, for the argument which might otherwise have been urged that the neighbors knew nothing for certain, but spoke from a mere resemblance, is cut off by introduction of the parents, who could, of course, testify to their own son. Having brought these before the assembly, they interrogate them with great sharpness, saying, Is this your son? They say not, Who was born blind, but who ye say was born blind, say, Why, what father is there that would say such things of a son if they were not true? Why not say at once, Whom ye made blind? They try two ways of making them deny the miracle, by saying, Who ye say was born blind, and by adding, How then doth he now see? Theophylact. Either they say, It is not true that he now sees, or it is untrue that he was blind before, but it is evident that he now sees. Therefore, it is not true that he was born blind. Chrysostom. Three things then being asked, if he were their son, if he had been blind, and how he saw, they acknowledged two of them. His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But the third they refused to speak to but by what means he now seeth we know not. The inquiry in this way ends in confirming the truth of the miracle, by making it rest upon the incontrovertible evidence of the confession of the healed person himself. He is of age, they say, ask him, he can speak for himself. Augustine, as if to say, we might justly be compelled to speak for an infant that could not speak for itself, but he, though blind from his birth, has been always able to speak. Chrysostom, what sort of gratitude is this in the parents, concealing what they knew from fear of the Jews? As we are next told, 
These words spoke his parents because they feared the Jews. And then the evangelist mentions again what the intentions and dispositions of the Jews were. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was the Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Augustine. It was no disadvantage to be put out of the synagogue. Whom they cast out, Christ took in. Therefore said his parents, He is of age, ask him. Alcuin. The evangelist shows that it was not from ignorance, but fear, that they gave this answer. Theophylact. For they were faint-hearted, not like their son, that intrepid witness to the truth, the eyes of whose understanding had been enlightened by God. Verses 24 through 34. Then again called they the man that was blind, and said unto him, Give God the praise. We know this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, What did he do to thee? How opened he thine eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and ye did not hear. Wherefore would ye hear it again? Will ye also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spake unto Moses. As for this fellow, we know not from whence he is. The man answered and said unto them, Why, herein is a marvelous thing, that ye know not from whence he is, and yet he hath opened mine eyes. Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshipper of God, and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard, that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. Chrysostom. The parents having referred the Pharisees to the healed man himself, they summoned him a second time. Then again called they the man that was blind. They do not openly say now, deny that Christ has healed thee, but concealed their object under the pretense of religion. Give God the praise, i.e. confess that this man has had nothing to do with the work. Augustine. Deny that thou hast received the benefit. This is not to give God the glory, but rather to blaspheme him. Alcuin, they wished him to give glory to God by calling Christ a sinner. As they did, we know that this man is a sinner. Chrysostom, why then did ye not convict him, when he said above, Which of you convinceth me of sin? Alcuin, the man that he might neither expose himself to calumny, nor at the same time conceal the truth, answers not that he knew him to be righteous, but whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. Chrysostom, and how comes this, whether he be a sinner, I know not? From one who had said he is a prophet. Did the blind fear? Far from it. He only thought that our Lord's defense lay in the witness of the fact, more than in another's pleading but he gives weight to his reply by the mention of the benefit he had received. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see, as if to say, I say nothing as to whether he is a sinner, but only repeat what I know for certain. So being unable to overturn the fact itself of the miracle, 
they fall back upon former arguments and inquire the manner of the cure, just as dogs in hunting pursue wherever the scent takes them. Then said they to him again, What did he do to thee? How opened he thine eyes? i.e., was it by any charm? For they did not say, How dost thou see? But how opened he thine eyes? To give the man an opportunity of detracting from the operation. So long now as the matter wanted examining, the blind man answers gently and quietly, but the victory being gained, he grows bolder. He answers them, I have told you already, and ye did not hear. Wherefore would ye hear it again, i.e., ye do not attend to what is said, and therefore I will no longer answer you vain questions, but for the sake of cavil, not to gain knowledge. Will ye also be his disciples, Augustine? Will ye also, i.e., I am already, do you wish to be? I see now, but do not envy. He says this in indignation at the obstinacy of the Jews, not tolerating blindness, now that he is no longer blind himself. Chrysostom. As then truth is strength, so falsehood is weakness. Truth elevates and ennobles whomever it takes up, however mean before. Falsehood brings even the strong to weakness and contempt. Then they revile him, and said, Thou art his disciple, Augustine, a malediction only in the intention of the speakers, not in the words themselves. May such a malediction be upon us and upon our children. It follows that we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke unto Moses. Ye should have known that our Lord was prophesied of by Moses. After hearing what he said, had ye believed Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Do ye follow then a servant, and turn your back on the Lord? Even so, for it follows, for as this fellow we know not whence he is. Chrysostom, ye think sight less evident than hearing, for what ye say ye know is what ye have heard from your fathers. But is not he more worthy of belief who has certified that he comes from God by miracles which ye have not heard only, but seen? So argues the blind man. The man answered and said, Why, herein is a marvelous thing, that ye know not whence he is, and yet he hath opened mine eyes. He brings in the miracle everywhere, as evidence which they could not invalidate, and inasmuch as they had said that a man that was a sinner could not do such miracles, he turns their own words against them. Now we know that God heareth not sinners, as if to say, I quite agree with you in this opinion. Augustine. As yet, however, he speaks as one, but just anointed, for God hears sinners too. Else in vain would the publican cry, God be merciful to me, a sinner. By that confession he obtained justification, as the blind man had his sight. Theophylact, or that God heareth not sinners, means that God does not enable sinners to work miracles. When sinners, however, implore pardon for their offenses, they are translated from the rank of sinners to that of penitence. Chrysostom, observe then, when he said above, whether he be a sinner, I know not. It was not that he spoke in doubt, 
For here he not only acquits him of all sin, but holds him up as one well-pleasing to God. But if any man be a worshipper of God, and doeth his will, him he heareth. It is not enough to know God, he must do his will. Then he extols his deed. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? As if to say, if ye confess that God heareth not sinners, and this man has worked a miracle, such an one as no other man has, it is manifest that the virtue whereby he has wrought it is more than human. If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. Augustine, freely, steadfastly, truly. For how could what our Lord did be done by any other than God, or by disciples even, except when their Lord dwelt in them? Chrysostom. So then, because speaking the truth, he was in nothing confounded. When they should most have admired, they condemned him. Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? Augustine, what meaneth altogether, that he was quite blind? Yet he who opened his eyes also saves him altogether. Chrysostom, or altogether, that is to say, from thy birth thou art in sins. They reproached his blindness and pronounced his sins to be the cause of it, most unreasonably, so long as they expected him to deny the miracle, they were willing to believe him, but now they cast him out. Augustine. It was they themselves who had made him teacher, themselves who had asked him so many questions, and now they ungratefully cast him out for teaching. Bede. It is commonly the way with great persons to disdain learning in anything from their inferiors. Verses 35 through 41. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and is he that talketh with thee? And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words, and said unto him, Are we blind also? Jesus said unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remaineth. Chrysostom, those who suffer for the truth's sake and confession of Christ come to greatest honor as we see in the instance of the blind man. For the Jews cast him out of the temple, and the Lord of the temple found him, and received him, as the judge doth the wrestler after his labors, and crowned him. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he saith unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? The evangelist makes it plain that Jesus came in order to say this to him. He asks him, however, not in ignorance, but wishing to reveal himself to him, and to show that he appreciated his faith, as if he said, The people have cast reproaches on me, but I care not for them. One thing only I care for, that thou mayest believe. Better is he that doeth the will of God than ten thousand of the wicked. Hilary, 
if any mere confession whatsoever of Christ were the perfection of faith, it would have been said, Dost thou believe in Christ? But inasmuch as all heretics would have had this name in their mouths, confessing Christ, and yet denying the Son, that which is true of Christ alone is required of our faith, viz. that we should believe in the Son of God. But what availeth it to believe on the Son of God as being a creature, when we are required to have faith in Christ, not as a creature of God, but as the Son of God? Chrysostom. But the blind man did not know Christ, for before he went to Christ he was blind, and after his cure he was taken hold of by the Jews. He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? The speech this of a longing and inquiring mind. He knows not who he is for whom he had contended so much. A proof to thee of his love of truth. The Lord, however, says not to him, I am he who healed thee, but uses a middle way of speaking. Thou hast both seen him. Theophylact. This he says to remind him of his cure which had given him the power to see. And observe, he that speaks is born of Mary, and the Son is the Son of God, not two different persons, according to the error of Nestorius. And it is he that talketh with thee, Augustine. First he washes the face of his heart, then his heart's face being washed and his conscience cleansed. He acknowledges him as not only the Son of Man, which he believed before, but as the Son of God, who had taken flesh upon him. And he said, Lord, I believe. I believe is a small thing. Wouldst thou see what he believes of him? And falling down, he worshipped him. Bede, an example to us not to pray to God with uplifted neck, but prostrate upon the earth, supplicantly to employ his mercy. Chrysostom. He adds the deed to the word as a clear acknowledgment of his divine power. The Lord replies in a way to confirm his faith, and at the same time stirs up the minds of his followers. As Jesus said, For judgment have I come into this world. Augustine. The day then was divided between light and darkness. So it is rightly added, That they which see not may see. For he had relieved men from darkness. But what is that which follows? And that they which see might be made blind. Hear what comes next. Some of the Pharisees were moved by these words. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words. And said unto him, Are we blind also? What had moved them were the words. And that they which see might be made blind. It follows, Jesus saith unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin, i.e., if ye called yourselves blind and ran to the physician. But now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remaineth. Or in that saying, We see, ye seek not a physician, ye shall remain in your blindness. This then, which he has just before said, I came that they that see not might see, i.e., they who confess they cannot see and seek a physician, in order that they may see, and that they which see not may be made blind, i.e., 
they which think they can see and seek not a physician may remain in their blindness this act of division he calls judgment saying for judgment have i come into this world not that judgment by which he will judge quick and dead at the end of the world chrysostom or for judgment he saith i e for greater punishment showing that they who condemned him were the very ones who were condemned respecting what he says that they which see not might see and that they which see might be made blind it is the same which saint paul says the gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness even the righteousness which is of faith but israel which followed after the law of righteousness hath not attained to the law of righteousness theophylact as if to say lo he that saw not from his birth now seeth both in body and soul whereas they who seem to see have had their understanding darkened chrysostom for there is a twofold vision and a twofold blindness viz that of sense and that of the understanding but they were intent only on sensible things and were ashamed only of sensible blindness wherefore he shows them that it would be better for them to be blind than seeing so if ye were blind ye should have no sin your punishment would be easier but now ye say we see theophylact overlooking the miracle wrought on the blind man ye deserve no pardon since even visible miracles make no impression on you chrysostom what then they thought their great praise he shows would turn to their punishment and at the same time consoles him who had been afflicted with bodily blindness from his birth for it is not without reason that the evangelist says and some of the pharisees which were with him heard these words but that he may remind us that those were the very persons who had first withstood christ and then wished to stone him for there were some who only followed in appearance and were easily changed to the contrary side theophylact or if ye were blind i e ignorant of the scriptures your offence would be by no means so heavy a one as erring out of ignorance but now seeing ye call yourselves wise and understanding in the law your own selves condemn you End of chapter nine